It's me, KG, Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review, local name, Global Perspective. And as promised, joining me once again, my man, my old man, just like me, going back to high school days, Herb Baker of First Option Sports. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good. Glad to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. So what you want to start with first, man? You want to talk about the UH news or talk some NBA playoffs? It's all you. You kind of just I'm just a guest. What are you talking about? Well, have you, what do you know about uh, JoJo? And is it Tugler or Tugler? Tugler. Tugler. JoJo. JoJo. Uh, well, actually, uh, I was supposed to, let me plug my phone in. I was supposed to be coaching JoJo this summer. Uh, I was going to join the Houston Defenders organization. Okay. And, uh, we started having workouts on Sundays. JoJo came to a couple of workouts. Uh, it's motor. That was the thing that uh, stood out to me. His offensive game is, you know, he's still developing as a young offensive player, uh, but he has tools. He listens. Uh, he has great size. You know what I mean? He's very athletic. And, uh, Seemed like a really good kid. Seemed like he's a guy that uh, committed. He's committed to, to being a good player. Um, I, I think he wants to, you know, he, he, he will work. And I think he fits perfect for what they do over there on Cullen Street. That's going to be my next question, man. Does, from what you know of him, does his style game match with the Cougs and Kelvin Sampson players? Yes, he goes for after every offensive rebound. How good is he in terms of, I, I know on, on Hicks's site, RSC, RCS Sports, he's got him, I think, fifth in the class of 23 in the city. Does that uh, make sense to you? Do you agree with that? You know, his game is coming on. He's just happening. He's playing on the EYBL now, uh, playing with the hoops, playing with, a little, you know, it's better teammates. Uh, when you play against better competition, you learn things, you figure things out about yourself. Um, I'm sure the player development that he's getting right now, now that he's become, you know, top 100 type of talent, uh, is, 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 you know, I saw him at Fondy last week, uh, him and his sister, um, and I spoke with him briefly. He was wearing the University of Houston shirt then, so he didn't he didn't make anything. But you know, he was wearing a U of A shirt last week, so uh, I think it's great that uh, that he he went ahead and didn't play around with his decision. Uh, he, he found what he was looking for. I, I just uh, I was just on the chop shop before I came clicked on to the show. And I heard some news. I heard that he made he's flirting with the idea of going to Montverde Academy. I don't really understand why he would do that unless he's trying to, you know, come up, you know, the, the player development, the day-to-day -day combat that he the players that he would play against him. But I mean, senior year, you could be here, you could, you know, be over on that campus a lot. You know, work work close with the, the weight staff, the strength conditioning coach. Um, go to practices. You know, pick up nuances that would I don't know. 
Uh, I wish him the best either way, but I, you know, he's already made his decision. Maybe he's trying to make the McDonald's game. I don't know. That's interesting, you know, and uh, shout out to the Chop Shop. Hicks and Hatter, they always put on a great show. Um, yes, did you see this kind of ability in JoJo before last, you know, last season? Because he kind of blew up in a year. I watched him, I watched him play at, at his high school. Uh, they had the, the guard that signed with Louisiana Tech, and then he opened it back up. He's going to Tulsa, uh, Josiah McWright. Mm -hmm. uh, over there, he was more of a, a screener, a roller, uh, catching lobs, defender, rebounder. They weren't really going to him offensively. Um, he played his role. They had a really good team. They made a run. Um, but I think that, you know, uh, he has a lot to, 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 he, he will develop more offensively. I see him being a face up for, um, needs to, he needs to make some adjustments on his jump shot, get shooting with the full extension, kind of short arms it here a little bit, but he makes it. I've seen him make threes in, in games, uh, put it on the floor, one or two dribbles. Uh, he's relentless on the glass. If, if you don't, if you don't box him out, he's going to throw it down on your head. Uh, he doesn't get into the rah rah. You know, I don't see him posting a lot on social media. Just a, a respectful kid, keeps his head down and works hard. So I think that translates exactly to what Coach Sampson and the staff does. They just work for it and uh, they compete. All right, let's shift gears, man. Um, you worked with a little bit, I think, Kenneth Lofton Jr. So yeah. what what are your thoughts on Jr. keeping his name in the draft? Well, I'm, I spoke with the guy the other day, and uh, he shared some information with me that, you know, some teams really like Jr. at this at the, uh, the end of the first round. And uh, that day that we spoke, I think he had spoken with, like, we worked out with Brooklyn that particular day. And, uh, you know, hey, I've been going to Kelly Lawson Jr. since he was eight years old. Uh, great family. Uh, he's always, you know, been doubted because of his, the way his body, the way he's built. Uh, Always been one of the best. Uh, his parents, uh, the thing that I love about the Lofton family, they've always been happy for the success of us. Okay. You never, you never, you never heard them talking negative about other teammates, the coaches. Uh, they always stayed in that situation, didn't jump from team to team. Um, you know, they never, they never doubted junior talent. Uh, when people said, oh, well, he needs to move weight, yeah, but right now he can go. And uh, I, I think I think that's what drove him to stay in the draft. Uh, we spoke last week, and we said that, you know, he wasn't on any mock drafts. But you and I know those mock drafts aren't made by gyms. Right. Uh, 
they're they're made by guys that just like basketball and you know they have they they have a following and they put it out and you know a lot of times they're they're close to being correct but uh they're not inside those rooms they're not on that on that floor they're not in those private workouts they're not in those interviews and uh i mean it's hard to root against big children Mm-hmm. Hard to, it's hard to root against him. Even if you don't like his game, you gotta love his love him as a person. You know what I mean? Uh, I think he'll be fine uh, if if he if he doesn't get drafted and he gets in the camp. He's gonna make people think about you know who they're gonna keep on the roster because he's efficient. He's efficient. I saw him in the Chicago uh, camp last week. I see that he's lost significant weight. Um, still has a, way, a ways to go with that, but Junior had a 32-inch vertical. Yeah. Who knew that? Yeah. Uh, Junior has extremely long arms. He only measured six five back foot, but um, he has some extremely long arms. If he gets in a camp situation, he's going to score. He's going to get fouls, he's going to draw fouls. Uh, if he was a guy out here checking up threes, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, but he's so efficient. And I know that the analytical game is to shoot the three and pass up the mid-range and all that, but if he scores a two-point basket, is the coach going to go and tell the people, hey, take that out? We don't want that too. We only want three snow. So he's efficient. He gets things done. He gives you extra possession. Uh, I think he's a great spokesman, a person that you would want to represent your organization. And uh, I love his family. I wish him the best. All right, man. Appreciate that. All right. One more name with college connections to the area. Mr. Marcus Sasser. Um, <laughs> It's May 26th. He has not yet decided to uh, pull his name out of the draft or, you know, he's got till June 1st, like every other college kid to declare that he's going to stay in the draft or go back to college. My gut is leaning that he's going to stay in the draft. What does your gut tell you? Man. Hard to tell someone how to go after that dream. Right. Uh, I'm sure you have a, you've had conversations with Marcus over his time, during his time, and you're You know, he's a talented kid. I think he's, I think he's very talented. I think he's talented. Uh, he's definitely good enough. He's played big games, he's done well. Uh, he's worked on his body. He's definitely became a much better shooter than he was in high school. Um, it's going to be about fit. He, he played. He, he played. He earned his. He earned his way into the big draft camp. He played well there. Um, but he's got to be standing in draft. Someone has to be telling them something that makes them believe. That they have to have a promise or guarantee of some type. Uh, I can't see them bypassing 
you know, the opportunity to play more college basketball and improve their draft stock if they if they they haven't been guaranteed or promised. Now we know how those things work out. Things change on draft night. Moves are made. But uh, like I said, I hope it works out for the young fellas. It's hard to tell a guy how how to go after his dream. Yep. Uh, you know. And for folks who are wondering, who was Herb Baker? Herb Baker played pro ball for, for 17 years. So he knows what he's talking about. He's been doing this a long time. And, you know, uh, I played at Texas Southern, played one year at Texas Southern. Uh, we went to the NCAA tournament, played against Duke. I played well that game. I went through from school to pursue, pursue a professional career. I went played in Italy. I bet on myself, just like these kids. Mm -hmm. I went Italy. I played well there. Uh, I applied for the draft. I did not get drafted, but I was invited to the NBA pre-draft camp. Went to the pre-draft camp. I did get drafted, but I knocked some guys. Some guys lost some status. Uh, James Forrest knocked his ass completely out of the draft. He was my leg. That's fine. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mario Bennett, he was trying to improve his, his draft stock. He was trying to post me up. He was out past three-point line. Um, I, you know, I had a little baggage off the court, so, and I, you know, had some things to work on in my game as well, so I didn't get drafted, but I was invited to, to a couple of camps. I went to camp with Cleveland, made the team, and got cut because they made a trade. A trade. Got, yeah. They traded uh, Tyrod Williams for Dan Marley and Antonio Lane got a two for one. They released me, so I've been in those. I've been in this situation. Um, I know what it's like to be told, uh, maybe not now. You're good enough, but you know, keep working at it. Um, and I, that's why I wish these guys the best, man. I wish them the best. Uh, I'm hoping for the best, but I know it's a business, and uh, I think they'll end up. They'll both end up achieving their ultimate goal of playing in the NBA. Uh, may have to take uh, a couple of detours here and there, but I, they have the talent and the will uh, to get there, and I believe they'll make it. Let's talk playoffs, man. Uh, will Dallas force a game six by winning game five in the Bay Area? I mean, if they do, Kudos to them. Uh, I, I, it's it's going to be hard to win four in a row. Um, so if they do win tonight, it's only probably prolonging the inevitable. But I don't see Steph Curry allowing this to go any further. They're a veteran team. They're not going to risk, you know, playing two or three more games, putting Draymond in a position do something crazy to get suspended or, you know, you know, you, know, you want to rest guys up. You got young guys. You want to be able to get them a little bit more acclimated to what you're doing. Uh, maybe give Clay a couple of days rest to recover. You know, he's still coming back from two uh, very serious injuries, although he's playing well. Uh, I think, I think, with that veteran team, I think they're going to close them out. And uh, with with 
with Miami and Boston. You know, that series has just been so crazy, man. Blow it. One team will get blown out tonight. They'll come blow it up. It's just crazy. But I, last night, it seemed like the handwriting was on the wall for Miami. Uh, how many people had Golden State in Boston playing for a title at the end of the season? I know I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of them. For Dallas, for Dallas, no, 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 no. I wasn't. But for Dallas to, to be in the conference finals, that's a great job for uh, first-year GM Nico Harrison. Yep. Uh, I played over in Belgium with Nico. Nico uh, went to Montana State, Portland. Great guy. Uh, Jason Kidd played against him in college. Another guy that you know that that has paid his dues as a coach. Uh, shown his merit. I know the Lakers are regretting. Possibly, probably regretting not hiring him as opposed to Vogel, who did a tremendous job, but he's being made the scapegoat for LeBron and his, you know, GM skills. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 you know, the game is changing so much, man. That it, the NBA is hard for me to watch it uh, sometimes, Chris. It's, just one one big three point shoot contest. Yeah. You know, Miami was seven for forty five over the last two games or something like that. No, seven for forty five last night. Starters were two for twenty two. Yeah. Kind of hoping to win like that. Just think if they shoot twenty five less threes and shoot forty five percent from two. Right. It's a different series. But the analytics they're telling, I had a kid, one of my kids that I worked with, he told me the other day that his college coach is telling him, don't shoot that, that mid-range shot that we've been working on ever since he's been in the eighth grade. Mm -hmm. I don't. So what, are you going to tell the guy to take two points off the board if he makes a shot? Well, I don't. Game is different, Chris. Yeah, your, your old school mind is coming through. And that's why, you know, we, we're on the same page with that. So I, I just, two points, two points, man. The object is to score. <laughs> that's the whole point of the game, right? I mean, you're going to take guys that aren't three-point shooters and tell them to shoot threes? Right. <laughs> no. you know, but Let hey. me ask you this, man. For, for folks who are, you know, Heat fans, talking about, well, if we were healthy, blah, blah, blah. A healthy Heat team, a healthy Boston team, who wins the series? I think it's a seven-game series. Would you I, think seven seven? Game, I think it's a seven-game series, and you know how that goes. Whoever has home court may win it, but um, injuries are part of the game. Right. Injuries are part of the game. Um, for those, I, I don't play video games, but I know uh, on the video game, you can turn off the injuries and the fatigue. Well, if you do that, it's a totally different game. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, injuries are a part of the game. Unfortunately, with the season being so long, uh, those injuries begin to rear their head during the playoffs. Uh, it's a long grind for those guys, especially the guys that are getting up, up in age and 
kill or you know play a significant role on their teams. About to wrap up with you, man. All right. I saw this. I read this, and you touched on it just now about you know the long season, eighty-two games. Do you think that the NBA will ever? Let's just go in our lifetime. Ever reduce the number of games in regular season? I don't think so because they just added a play. Right. So then what? Just the added. And 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 so if if we play fewer games, we make less what? Right. Make less money. <laughs> so you know. Uh, I don't see that. And with the 82 games, you know this, pro ball, your time playing pro ball to now, star players especially, they rest more. They don't play 82 games like they used to. They take five, 10 games off for, for, for rest or you know things like that. So, I mean, aren't they kind of getting less games anyway? For personal reasons. Yeah. Uh, Robert Hatter was discussing this on the Chop Shop today uh, about Bam Adebayo making the all-defense team and he missed 26 games. Yeah. Well, and, and so if you make those teams, you make all-defense, you make all-NBA, those, those accomplishments, they affect your pay. So if you make an all-NBA team, you're slotted to be a max or super max it right. puts you in that conversation. Well, that the, the All NBA that's determined by media, right? One hundred voters, media. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to a lot of power to give someone who's not necessarily an official of the NBA, right? To determine whether. This guy's extension is going to be sixty million or one hundred and sixty million. What if you this guy didn't grant you an interview, and you took it some type of way, and you didn't vote for him, and then you have your friends? Oh man, this guy he's a butt. You know, I, I don't like it, man. The way he just yeah, man. You know, he wrote me off. He wouldn't give me an interview. So now you got a crusade. To keep this guy off the All NBA team, which may affect his livelihood, right? Yeah. It affects the way teams draft. The way, it, it affects the way teams uh, attack free agency. That's a lot to put on all defense, all NBA, all this stuff. But some of it is contingent on how many games you play. If you miss 25 games, you can't be a leader in scores because you didn't play enough right. games. Right. There's a lot of different variables that, you know, that's that stuff. NBA is a crazy business, man. And, and business, business is what it is, yeah. All right, man. Thank so, you. Thank you. what's your next uh, event? The team, will y'all going anywhere soon, anytime soon? Uh, no, we're, right now it's about to be June. The kids are preparing uh, for, we're going to go to the U of H team camp. Uh, some of my kids will be playing in Duncanville in June, I think the weekend of the 24th for the TABC. 
Okay. Showcase where they will play with their high school teams um, in front of college coaches. So Nathan Law, who's probably my top player, uh, he's going to play with JL3 this weekend in Louisville. John Lucas's team in the EYBL, he's going to join that team for this weekend. Hopefully, hopefully he does well, raise some eyebrows. And uh, we'll just be working, man, trying to get better. How can folks find you on uh, social media, Herb Baker? Uh, I'm B Herb Baker on Twitter, and I'm Herb underscore Baker on Instagram, and I'm Herb Baker on Facebook. As always, man, enjoy talking to you. We'll do it again soon, man. You take care. All right, you too, Chris. Appreciate it. Yes, sir.